Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. We're back. We are back. Another banger episode for coming for you. Always, always. And that's something that we strive for every week. We try and yes. one-up the last one by just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We don't ever want to regress, you know? No. We always try to make ourselves better. That's true. We got Matt over here. Yes. We have Dallas over here. That's me. And for the first time ever, can I, get a drum roll? can I get a drum roll for this? Just we have edit that out and add a real drum roll. We have our editor mic'd up and ready. Yes, Eric, sir. there we go. <laughs> Hi. This is Eric. Um, we wanted to throw a mic on him because he's got some things to say, and uh, yeah, we want that out there in the world. And then also some questions that he might have might be the same questions that you guys might have. That is true. If you didn't know, he's been with us the whole time. He's been our editor behind the scenes doing our yep. The hard work or we just, you know, mess around on we, the We the just mics. mess around. He fixes our mess ups. And, yeah. Uh, yeah no, he's been he's been here the whole time. But, but now we're, we're going to mic we him We thought, up. listen, you know, for someone who doesn't have much paranormal experience, he might see things in a different way or have questions exactly. that we didn't really think of because we kind of, you know, we know a bit more about this stuff as in. So we thought, hey, let's see different perspectives as well. Exactly. And what, once again, we put his uh, social media info in the. And the details below before we'll do it again. So you guys know who he is. Yeah. On top of that, if you go and look at the little details below, we have social media. Some social medias. Do you want to do the social medias this time? No, or should you've I already keep got it pulled up? You're ready for okay, it. Okay, yes, I do. We have an Instagram. Our Instagram is paranormal underscore PD. Follow us. We have a Twitter. The paranormal PD. We have a TikTok. The paranormal underscore Don't forget PD. our TikTok. Don't forget the TikTok. That's it for social media. But we have an email as well, which we still are requesting emails. Yeah. Email us about whatever. It's the paranormal police department at gmail.com. Guys, it's the hyperlinks in, in the description. Click it. It'll take you straight to the website. Just hit the follow button. It's really easy. There it is. No new emails. No new emails. My last Guys, email was April 16th, people. Oh, I haven't talked to anyone other than Dallas since April 16th. That's okay. pretty bad, actually. So please That's actually email. really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Dallas, I only talk to people via email through our <laughs> podcast yeah. email. He's living in the 1990s still. Yep. He's a bit of a hermit. I am. It just is what it is. What can I say? No. Okay. So. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to brass tacks. Guys, we got a real interesting episode. This has been talked about a few times on some other podcasts. It's a, it's kind of a famous thing. It's a you know, cryptid. I think it is a cryptid. I'm going to go cryptid on this, okay? We'll let the people decide, though. You guys tell Maybe us we'll what you think. we'll do a little poll at the end. Yeah. Is this a cryptid or a demon? It could definitely be a demon. Maybe even a ghost. Or a Scooby-Doo character. Could be Scooby-Doo as well. Those are the four options. You guys pick what it's going to be. There's going to be a little Q&A at the end there. Poll. You know what to do. So, this week we are covering technically two different things, but they could be the same thing. Yeah. The axe-wielding goat man slash... The Pope Lick Monster. Okay. It's bold that you're already lumping them together, that they're the same thing. Well, once I get to the description of what they are, I don't think you'll be too far behind. Okay. Before I get into this, do you know anything about the axe-wielding goat man, or is this Well, he's of... a goat man that wields an axe. I think that tells me enough about him. I guess we can conclude, because that's about all I got. Yeah. That's, pr- that's pretty much everything that I brought, yeah. Yeah, and the other one, the Pope Lick Monster, it's, yeah. it's a monster that licks popes. Yeah, at the Vatican. As far as yeah. I know, yeah. Yes. So, so um, what do you guys think about that? Is that paranormal or is that just weird? Sounds weird. Sounds weird. <laughs> Let's get into the episode, guys. Okay. So, what brought about the Goatman legend? Okay. It originated in Prince George County in Maryland. 
And this thing's been spotted since 1957. There's tons of stories, people claiming to see this like giant hairy monster in like Forestville and the upper marble area. The local newspaper out there called the Washingtonian says it was one of the most popular legends and it began on October 27th, 1971 when there was an article in um, the newspaper that came out about it. So it had been spotted since 1957, but the first the first real article kind of acknowledging it was in 1971. Okay. Interesting. The county news writer Karen Hostler mentions this creature, and they had found it in a folklore um, archive out of the University of Maryland, and it was said to haunt like the wooded areas surrounding those, you know, like I said, Upper Marble and this other area called uh, Fletcher Town Road. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. When this folklore article was kind of brought back about, it was already kind of an established thing, but it wasn't like super famous. And in 1971, when it had just came out and it really got put in front of everybody, everyone had just kind of thought like, okay, like it's a cool, interesting story, but nobody really thought too much of it. Yeah. But a a couple weeks later, people started to change their mind. There was this, I guess, a little puppy named Ginger belonged to the Edward family in old Bowie and it went missing. Oh no. A thorough search of that area was conducted and the body of the puppy was found in um, Fletcher Town Road, missing its head. That's weird. Yeah. So this, you know, decapitation was quickly linked to the goat man. And uh, how quickly? <laughs> like, did they find the dog decapitated and go, it's the goat man? <laughs> well, what do you think? Call if- the goat experts. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this How many decapitated dogs have you seen? None. How many decapitated animals have you seen? Uh, a few. No. Chickens. Come on. When have you seen that? Like, have you? Yeah, I have actually a few okay. times. Okay. Well, chicken's a little bit different because you could do that and then eat it. Right. Yeah. I, I imagine people aren't going to do that to a puppy, but, but why, why did they jump straight to a goat man? Isn't it like, let me tell you why. Okay. Just prior to them finding the body, a bunch of teenagers, including April Edward, who was, um, one of the daughters of the Edwards family reported seeing a large creature and hearing weird noises the same night that Ginger disappeared, which is a puppy. So a bunch of people said it, including people in the family in that area. They had heard weird noises and they saw this like large hairy creature. I'm just saying, you seem awfully quiet about this. I just don't get where the connection is where the well, decapitated dog let me tell you instantly right goes to the goat man. <laughs> So I feel like there's a lot of because, steps we're missing Because here. the article had just come out, so it was like fresh in people's heads. So as soon as they find this dog, Hosler writes another article titled The Residents Fear Goatman Lives, Dog Found Decapitated in Old Bowie. So this, so the news. Yes. The news kind is of, kind of perpetuating this. Oh my The article God. kind of outlined that a group of teenage girls, um, along, with the do- along with her daughter as well, heard strange noises the night that it went missing. And other locals in the area had seen an animal-like creature that walked on its hind legs along Fletcher Town Road. So, you know, it's it's interesting. There's some other earlier tales, like I had mentioned, that they had seen in Maryland, like in 1957, which were some of the initial sightings. But, okay. you know, they claim, okay, that this goat man has possibly killed approximately 14 hikers since the 1960s. Ooh, dang. So... There's some archives on it. 
That's cool. Now you might be asking yourself, where did this thing come from? Like if it is a goat I man, am actually asking myself that right now. Like what is it exactly? Okay. Well, I think it's a goat man. I haven't even gotten to the description yet and we will get there. Okay. But I want to talk about just kind of like some of their origin stories because that's always fun. And that kind of can tell us, right, whether it's like a cryptid, a demon, ghost type deal. Yeah. So initially people thought it was just a pissed off hermit that, you know, used to roam that whole section of old Bowie, just trying to scare high schoolers, killing dogs. It could be like that guy, that hitchhiking axe man. Basically. And that, that was kind of the thing, right, is that he would go up to like kids that would be parked in cars and just walk up to the car with an axe and scare him away. Interesting. There's another story that claims the goat man had been a scientist at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. And he had been experimenting with like barnyard animals. Mm-hmm. One day, his his uh, studies had gone awry, causing him to turn half man, half goat. And it caused him to be crazy. Obviously, that's like, a, that's like a super villain origin story. It is. And this story was so widely accepted and spread that the USDA had to come forward publicly and deny creating this creature. <laughs> the USDA. I love that. The US Department of Agriculture. That's how widespread this was. Okay. So it's also said that the goat man was possibly created by a scientist named Dr. Scott Fletcher, who used to work at the research center. Apparently he was maybe, you know, experimenting with goats and his assistant, William Lotsford went some uh, some, with his um, assistant, William Lotsford, my apologies. And obviously something went wrong and then he turned into the goat man. I didn't know the USDA was so paranormal (laughs) out here trying to create superheroes. Let's be honest though. The U S government's pretty paranormal on its own. Yeah. They've done a bunch of stuff. They've been a part of a bunch of really weird stuff. So who's to say they're not creating goat men. I don't think anyone's to say that, to be honest. Yeah. I would like to hear Alex Jones weigh in on this. Oh, God. <laughs> Wasn't he saying um, they were making... Chimer- uh, what what are those things called? He said they were turning the frogs gay. I know he said that, <laughs> but I think he was talking about they were making these weird animals, chimeras, I believe. Like they were... I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to that guy. <laughs> well, he was talking about chimeras at some point, so... There's another story that says that there was a goat farmer who went absolutely crazy and killed a bunch of teenagers after um, they started messing with his goats. Okay. I thought you were going to go in a different direction with that story. No. No, no. (laughs) And Native Americans have this tale of Oki, who is a goat herder, and he came back as an evil spirit to teach lessons to children in the area. Oh, I always liked that. It adds something else to it. Yeah. And when there's a Native American story, like an ancient story that mm -hmm. they have... I like it. Isn't it weird too that whenever we talk about stuff like this, there actually is like a lot of Native American stories about it, yeah. which almost leads me to believe if if there's something like going on with the area, maybe the ground in that area. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but they generally speaking, from our research, I feel like in a lot of our cryptid cases, yeah, we always find something um, based off of like Native American belief, which yeah. is really interesting to me. I like it. Yeah. Um. They say that this spirit has stalking grounds from Fletchertown Road to uh, Governor's Bridge Road. And people in that area would like to like park their vehicles near the bridge at night and turn off the lights. And sometimes you could see them. Mm. Would you like a description of the goat man? Yes, please. We're finally to the point where I can give a little description. Okay. He's got the lower body of a goat and the upper body of a man. Okay. okay. With like um, horns growing out of his head. I'm picturing the stereotypical devil. 
Right yes, now. that is pretty accurate. So that's the other description of him. He pretty much just looks like the devil. Okay. Between six and eight feet tall and makes a very high-pitched squealing sound. Like a pig? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I don't think you're going to believe this next part, but basically he's wielding an axe as well. That I was going to get to that. You know, it's kind of being the <laughs> elephant in the room. Yeah. Why is a goat man wielding an axe? And where did this axe come from? I'm actually less concerned about where the axe came from. And more concerned about the fact that there's a goat man with an axe. That's but the part that concerns me a little bit more. But listen, if you, all right, look, you you're doing you're doing a little hiking, okay? Oh, sure, sure, you're sure. You're somewhere in the mountains, yeah. And you come across Bigfoot, right? Okay. You say, hey, you go back, you tell your story. I saw Bigfoot. People are gonna be like, ah, okay, you know, it's interesting. Let's say you do it again. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just finish my story my, my to get apologies. my point across. Please, please. Now, let's say you do the exact same thing. You go on there. This time, Bigfoot's got an M fucking M4 rifle. You <laughs> okay. go back and say, I saw Bigfoot with an M4. Yeah. Who's going to believe? Like, wh- why? Um, It adds an unnecessary detail that I just. Yeah. Well, it's a weapon. It's a weapon, right? So I guess the idea is that it's a lot more spooky. I mean, why don't get me it- wrong. If I see a goat on two legs on its own, I'm going to kick it straight in the chest. But if I see a goat with an axe, I'm going to run from it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to bother trying to kick it. Or I have to, you know, pull out the glocky. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Give him a little shoddy. So I'm not really going to be putting up with that, especially if they got an axe. Here's what's interesting about this uh, goat wielding axe man, though. There's a lot of stories and, and there's like a lot more like it seems like folklore where people say that he rolls up on them, you know, when they're in their cars at night, usually found on like lover's lane kind of places. And there's stories in Texas, Maryland, and Kentucky about this creature. A ton of people have seen it. Now there's not a ton of stories where they actually talk about getting murdered by the ax wielding goat man, but the folklore is that allegedly he does freaking murder people with axes. Okay. So like I said, though, not a ton of stories of that actually happening, but okay. It's also pretty widely accepted that uh, apparently he jumps onto the cars and punctures the tires so the victims can't get away, then drags them into the forest with him. Like Ooh. I said, that's in a ton of stories, but not in a ton of firsthand accounts. Well, yeah, I mean, if someone's jumping on your car, slashing your tires and dragging you into the forest to kill you, I can't imagine there'd be a firsthand account <laughs> of that. I would think that <laughs> there would be a couple police reports regarding those incidents, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I would think that at some point that would probably get reported to law enforcement and they, they would find bodies out there. But I guess they really haven't. But like I said, the interesting part about it is there is a ton of like firsthand accounts that you can find on like Reddit and online. So, but nonetheless, nonetheless. That's the basic story of the goat man. Okay. Now here is where I want to take a little turn because through my research, and this isn't just my opinion, this is other people's opinions as well. And I, and I read some things on this and I kind of agree. Okay. They think that this creature is possibly the same creature as the Poplic monster. Okay. Okay. So the Poplic monster has been said to be seen around the trestle bridge on the Norfolk Southern railway. And it passes over the Poplet Creek in Louisville, Kentucky. So this is found in Kentucky. Mm. This monster is part goat, part man, otherwise known as a goat man. So this story, though, does differ a little bit, though, because, yes, he said to have horns, but he uses some sort of like hypnosis to lure people. 
Um, sometimes people hear like a, the voice of a siren and it Ooh. lures them onto the train tracks and he keeps them in this dazed state until a train hits them where they're hit by a train. Yeah. Yeah. The other one similar to the goat man stories is that the goat man, the public monster as well drops on the passing cars from the, within the trestles. And there's been a few stories of people getting hit by, you know, like trains near Pulpit Creek as well. Yeah. Like not exactly on the trestle, but just in the area as well. Um, basically, this area has become a massive spot for kids to go out there. They go out there and they, you know, they just try and mess around and see who's braver, who's like down to climb onto the trestle. Uh, the problem is, is there's a lot of deaths related to this. A lot of actual genuine Deaths there's a lot that have of been suicides, recorded. isn't there as well related here? Is there? If I remember correctly, there's a lot of people that jump off the bridge to kill themselves. Okay. Well, that's probably related to this. It I don't, probably is. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really copy down the suicides because I'm trying to attribute these deaths to the public monster. Well, if he's hypnotizing you to do that, then who's to say he's not hypnotizing you to jump off the railroad? Well, from my understanding, I think a lot of people are jumping off to avoid the trains because it's like too late. Oh. So, like I said, I mean, since the late 1800s, which is when this thing was constructed, it's been responsible for dozens and dozens of deaths and injuries. Um, here's the thing. Okay. We're going to tell some of the stories, okay. but these are actual people that have died. So we do have to be respectful of that. We will. Okay. How far back do you want me to start? I want to hear the very first one. The very first one? Yeah. Okay. Well... There's one, the very first one, the very first recorded one that yeah, was in the news that's okay. is um, somebody named John Kay, and mm-hmm. it was in 1985. John and his friend Randall Graves were messing around on the trestle. They were shooting at crows when the train came. Randall was able to survive by hanging from a cross tie on the train. John tried to outrun the train. Nice. Yeah. He was struck and killed. Also, runs He was 30 feet from that's the end sad. of the trestle. Okay. Don't have an age for him on that one. But we do have to be respectful because these are real life stories of, you know, real dead people. So mm. try and try and contain yourself. I will. Okay. Thank you. The next one we've got is David Wayne Bryant. He was 19 years old. This happened in 1986. So just the year after. Okay. Um, he died trying to cross the public trestle and he ended up jumping off of the trestle to attempt to avoid the locomotive. He had sustained severe injuries and ended up passing away in May the next year. So once again, wow. one of those situations where he had to jump off and try and avoid the train. But the question is, is why were they there? So did he, after he jumped off, you said he survived for a year. Yeah, he lived for a year, but he did, ended up passing away of his injuries. Was he able to, was he like in a coma? Was he able to talk? Like, did he say why, why he went up there or anything? No, I mean, I don't have that in the article that I've got right here. Okay. But I would imagine if he said something about you know, a well, goat man that would have been my, added. My thing is if he probably passed away from his injuries, he probably was in like a coma. So he probably yeah, couldn't possibly. And I mean, this was 1986. So it's not like it's like super archaic yeah. medicine. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I it's not imagine. super modern where they can do a bunch of wazzy stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Good question. I do like that. Um, we move on to 1987, just the very next year. And we've got, a so it's, it Jack sounds Charles just like Bam. someone's, someone's dying every year. Um, basically every year to almost every other year. Okay. Yeah. So well, Jack only reported. Yes. Well, these are the ones that we know. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. We've got a 17 year old named Jack Charles Bam. Okay. Mm. 
Um, he was 17 years old, like I said. And on February 18th of 1987, he was struck and killed while messing around on the trestle. Um, yeah. So if you actually go there to this day as well, they had his friends had um, spray painted on the base um, of the trestle. JC, we love and miss you. Kind of sad. It is. It it's, is. it's pretty sad. So there's another one in 1992. This time it, it, their name was Grady. And they're 19 years old. They were a Miami Miami University student. A little out of their way. Walking across the trestle at night. They saw the train too late. And it was no chance. They tried to hang on to the railroad tie, but they couldn't. They let go. And at 1.45 a.m., they fell 100 feet to the ground. They got to put like a net under this thing. I know. Or, well, I guess you can't just stop the trains. And I just want to bring something up to you because all three of us have more or less grown up in, you know, areas where there's a ton of trains Mm -hmm. where we've lived. How many people have you really heard getting hit by a train over here and dying? Not really. Like you, we don't ever hear those stories. I've never heard of any in in my time. And other, other than people purposely trying to kill themselves by that way. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's it's pretty rare. So to have like this one certain place where I like there's this is a pretty large list. And we'll go through a couple more even up to modern times. People keep going to this bridge or this trestle, but getting it, on it me, and dying. Me, if for people who can't visualize it, it's one of those like old school like railroad bridges that are like a yes. hundred feet across over a valley. And I could see why kids go up there to mess around up there. And it, the the trains it, like if you see a picture of it, it kind of comes out of nowhere until it's on the train track. You can't see. You could hear it, sure. Yeah. So it comes up very late, and I, I'm not gonna say I get it, but like if they're messing around up there, if they got nothing else, I don't know what there is to do in Kentucky. There probably isn't much. Yeah, I mean, so but this person they're like, from hey, Miami. let's go, let's yeah. go to the tracks and go and, hang out up there. Well, let's be honest. Would if we went out there to do a little in person investigation, we would definitely go up there. I think we would. But we would take a harness and uh, attach it to the train track. Yes. We have to take the train schedule. Yeah, sure. We're not. Exactly. That's true as Going well. Up there at the wrong time. We're or doing it the right way. We could once again, like we always like to do on this podcast, volunteer one of our listeners. We could. I've I've got a couple people off the top of my head that I could just so totally see volunteering to come and do this for mm-hmm. us, and it would just be great. It would be. Wouldn't it be? It would be. Okay. So let's continue on with this list. Like I said, I don't want to insult any of these people because, you know, I could see us going up there as well, but come on. 1993, 19-year-old Christina Butts, um, along with two other young women and three young men, were attempting to cross the trestle when they saw a light from the oncoming train. They all managed to survive with minor injuries by climbing down onto the metal parts of the trestle. Um, Christina, though, was paralyzed with fear and too frightened to move. So she ended up getting saved. But she basically, she basically had to be carried down by firefighters. Wow. And she, she said that she doesn't know what came over her. She was hypnotized she by was the just, public monster. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. She's not saying that she was hypnotized by the public monster. I'm but, saying that. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of goes along with that, you know. There was a 14-year-old in 1994. Um, luckily, this one was it. He was able to avoid being hit by the train by going underneath the tracks. And he held on to that uh, while it passed over ahead. See, I feel like they should just add a sidewalk onto this. Add a sidewalk? Like a little foot passage. So that yeah, like on the side, right? Yeah. But then that's going to like promote more people going up there. Yeah, but it's better than someone dying every year. It is. It is. So I can skip through some of these. Um, but 
We have one from relatively recently. Okay, let's hear it. Um, it was a 15-year-old in 2019. Ooh. Um, she oh. was attempting to also cross the trestle and was struck by the train um, right near Poplick Park and pronounced dead on scene. Ooh. So she was taken to the University of Louisville Hospital, but it was it was already too late. There has to be like, like a like a social media challenge, like oh, can you cross the bridge or like a thing Maybe. in Kentucky? Because yeah, possibly with all these people dying, I don't see. I mean, kids are stupid. True. Don't get me wrong, but there has to be a reason for them to do this. If you heard yeah. something, it's like oh, someone's dying every single year. Who can do it? I think there's a lot more of these stories that go. That are successful people crossing. There probably like, is a oh, lot I of successful it. ones. You're not. You're scared to do it. You're. I'm mean, just yes. keep talking to us up there. Now, hear me out, though, right? Um, the cinnamon challenge was pretty, pretty much not a good idea. Well, it was right? like the Tide Pod challenge. The as Tide well. Pod challenge was not a good idea, right? There's all these freaking challenges, you know, that people are doing. There was that challenge where people were like going up and sucker punching people. Yeah. I think that anyone will do anything like not anyone, but like this generation will do anything for like, you know, the video, you know, the one that'll, I don't know, make them big, make them famous. TikTok famous like they're, us. They're messing with the public monster out here. I don't think you should mess with the public monster. I don't think so either. And I just want to say in 2016, a fellow paranormal researcher named Roquel Bain died. Oh, no. As well. Searching for the public monster. On the tracks? Mm-hmm. They were on the tracks, so Ooh. hit by the train and fell 80 feet. She was pronounced dead on scene as well. That's interesting because she knows what she knew. She knows exactly what we know. Yeah, exactly. She knew. <laughs> she train. knows enough to not go up there. She she could have done. She could have done research. She could have said. I think she did the, research. When's the train schedule? Yeah. Where is the public monster scene? Yeah. Where do I need to go? Like, if the public monster's in the area, why do you need to go up on the train tracks? I Why can't you go into the valley at the bottom of it? That's a great question. Why don't you just go to the surrounding forest? Why don't you not go to Poplick and just go to like, you know, the other area where the goat man was at that I mentioned earlier, like the upper Marlboro area, Fletchertown Road. I don't know. So let's let's move away from some of the deaths and uh, let's just kind of let's, let's talk about this for a second. Let's right? talk about so it. We already know that it's dangerous to go over there. People do it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if this thing's out there like hypnotizing people, yeah. how come there's like no pictures of it? Because there seems like if we're going to attribute all these deaths to, you know, the public monster, right? Then that's a lot of people just right there that have allegedly encountered it. Nobody snapped a picture before they got hit by a train. I'm going to be honest. Look, you're on a, a bridge a hundred feet above the air. Okay. Yeah. You see this public monster probably scary and you see a train coming at you yeah what are you doing pulling out the glocky no you're running to get off that train track and trying to figure out how to get out of it you're not gonna stop saying oh let me take a picture of that for everyone let me let me send this i need to prove this is real at the expense of my life or you can say i'm gonna try and save myself and you're gonna try and run or climb or do something out the way but that okay i get what you're saying but they died anyway just accept your fate take a picture for the rest of us but people want to go out with a fight. They want to try and survive. They, But they didn't, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I think you should go up there with a GoPro. You know what? I'll do it. So, I don't know. I mean, do you think that these are possibly the same creatures? They're, they have the exact same identical description. So. Minus the axe. Well, something that you didn't mention, which I also think. Okay. 
ac- uh, goat men in general uh-huh. have been seen quite a lot in that area. Yeah. Because you've even got the Jersey Devil. Okay. Which is a similar description, but the it has The Jersey Devil wings. is real weird. It has that. Some of them described it with wings, but it's kind of like goat features, right? Okay. There's a lot of other goat people see sightings around there. Okay. I think people just don't know that goats can stand on two legs. That's what I think it is. Can they stand on two legs? No. Stop. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I'd take Look at that. Oh, give me that. Okay. This picture will go up on the gram. That is so ridiculously creepy. If you were to see that. Yeah. It's literally just a goat standing on its hind legs. So, from what I know is goats can stand on two legs. There's even a goat in a village... In, an, uh, in India, who's paralyzed its front legs and strictly walks on its hind legs. And there's video And of people this. are okay with that? And it just walks around. No one's killed that thing? Look. On- I've also seen a creepy video of, like, someone opening, like, their door, their front door. And it's just a goat standing on its two feet. And it's super creepy. That. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, no, I don't. That gives me <laughs> goosebumps, dude. Show Eric. Eric, what are your thoughts? Jesus. See, yeah. so that's the video that I'm talking about. And it's incredibly creepy. It's. A skinwalker. Goats. It have, could be a skinwalker. It could be. So goats do have the abilities to stand on their hind legs and walk. That is straight up creepy. So, sorry to shit on your episode. No, 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 no. no but I not. believe it's just a goat. No, that's actually a, that's a. Hey, that's what we're here for. We're here for the truth. We're not here for lies. Like, wow. That that I mean that's borderline hypnotizing me just because how creepy <sighs> it looks. I don't like that. Actually, take that. I don't even know if I want to put that on Instagram, to be honest with you. <laughs> I might put a link to that if you want to go and see this picture, guys. It's it's a Satan ghost. It, or it's a Satan goat. I'm sorry. That thing is directly from hell. But there's loads of other like videos and images. Like, I mean, look, that's like a that's like a relatively normal goat just standing yes. on the time legs. But I don't think that people well, actually, I guess at night if you saw that. So okay, let's reel this back in for a second here. You, you know, let's kind of let's get this episode going right now, okay? Well, there's the one in India walking around. I, I understand that, but that doesn't look creepy to me. So is that, is that your final answer? You think it's just a walking goat? Yeah. How do you explain that. the axe? I think people are just making that up. You think people make things up like that? Yeah. So do I, to be honest with you. I don't think um, it's an axe. I didn't see too many. Like like I told you already, I didn't see too many firsthand. I didn't see any firsthand accounts of people actually getting attacked by a goat man. There's a pretty creepy story, but I honestly think it's a, a creepy pasta, so I didn't even bring it. You know I, what else? I you have it, say? but I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil it. Yeah, let's not bring that up. No. You know what else I can say? You said the high pitched squeal. Have you ever heard a goat scream? Yeah, I have heard that. They go, and it's a high pitched scream. Yeah, do it. No, just do one for the pod. No, but I know you could do it. I see like R two D two scream. No. Okay. I think. I just think it's a goat. I think it's a goat walking around on its hind legs. It's doing its thing. People are like, what is that? Yeah. And then they kind of get, they hear some stuff and then something weird happens and they like, oh, it's, it's the monster. It's the monster. Yeah. Or someone's okay. up on the train tracks and they look down in the valley and they see a goat on two legs eating or something walking around. They yeah. stop and look at it and they're like, oh, what is that? And then a train comes and get a blammy. Okay. So let's, let's change gears for a second here. Okay. okay. We have Eric mic'd up for a reason. We do. 
we already have our predetermined notions as paranormal investigators. We love paranormal stuff, but we also know when to say, like we have other ideas as well. Like what you just brought up. That's a great point. I'm actually pretty on board with that as someone who's not as much invested into the paranormal, but loves the paranormal. Okay. What are your thoughts, Eric? I feel like people could kind of misconstrue certain things when they're scared, you know, like they, something frightens them and, and, you know, they can, 100%. they can, they can recollect it wrong, wrongly. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, and I, we do see that in a lot of cases. So when it comes to, you know, a goat standing up and wielding an ax, I mean, I, I don't know about that, but definitely when it comes to this train pass or this train bridge, you know, it's, it's, Obviously, I think it's dangerous. I'm surprised the city hasn't done anything about this because I feel like maybe, you know, paranormal or not, it could definitely be, you know, some of the deaths could be prevented, you know, without a doubt. But but it is weird. Yeah. If there is something going on, though, because, I mean, obviously something's bringing these people to this bridge. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe there if there is something going on, it's kind of like a what's that forest in in Japan or something like that? Suicide forest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're like, you know people go there and all of a sudden they fall into this weird trance and you know, they're never heard from again or they commit suicide or whatever, yeah. you know? So maybe it's, maybe this is kind of the same type of paranormal. I yeah. Don't know. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I think that that alone, just the fact that there are a ton of actual real deaths attributed to this area makes it weird enough on its own. What do you think? I'm just researching how common it is still for ghosts to walk on two legs. Yeah. I'm curious. So, <laughs> Um, not to, not to beat a dead goat instead of horse, get it. Yeah. I get um, that. so yeah, in conclusion, I, I do agree with you. I also do think though, that there is something going on with the public monster in that, you know, that train area right there. Bizarre. It is super weird. Um, fun investigation though. It was fun looking into all that stuff. It was kind of dark. It was a darker episode for sure because oh. actual lives were attributed to this, you know, yeah. that's not the case with, well, I mean, actual people yeah in all these cases but actual deaths that have been documented that's dark and you know Mm -hmm. respectfully telling their stories and not laughing about it so yeah and and it's hard for us to not laugh but that just shows you we're trying to take it seriously so of course we really appreciate you guys tuning in yeah thank you again good time with this one it was fun it was we always love talking we do love talking. <laughs> That's about it. Just not talking about anything. We could talk about anything. You want to talk about something else nope. or you want to conclude it? Conclude it. Thanks guys. Um, we really appreciate everything. Yeah, Please leave us a in. rating or review. It really oh, helps yes. us. It does. Yeah. We, we could really you use know. reviews. If you don't mind maybe sharing us with your friends. Yeah. Recommend us as well. If you think, you know, Hey, I got a friend who's, who might like this. Just even if you got a friend who thinks, I don't think they'll like this, let them know. Just let them know. Just let everybody yeah. know. Maybe throw it up on your Instagram. we got some people that do that every week. Thank yeah. you guys as well. That is impressive. Thank yep. you. Thank you. All but right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in and have a great day. Have a great day. Bye.